Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 76th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For this episode, we have Alina Rutkowski, who is currently a creative resource manager at Taxi, but she was an associate creative director at Ogilvy before unfortunately getting laid off in June. She's not looking for a job anymore, but wanted to talk about how she found a job in this current market and then also why she chose to pivot careers, which is something I've been hearing from a lot of people taking a step back and reevaluating some things. So I thought hearing firsthand from Alina could be really valuable. So, you know, we're really happy to, to have you on and jump into the conversation. Great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, maybe just start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing with, you know, this crazy pandemic, where you're currently, you know, quarantining and how you've been keeping busy the last few months. Yeah, um, I think, you know, in this really cliche way, and I, and I really hate saying the word cliche when I talk about this, but it's, it, there's just no other way to put it. I feel like COVID was this epiphany that needed to happen in my life. Um, I actually got COVID um, in March. At the end of March, I was sick for about 18 days through mid-April. And I just like remember the first couple of days of being sick. I was like, if I can get through this, I can get through anything. And, you know, my parents were sick at the same time as me. So I was, you know, kind of double worried. And there's just nobody knew what was going on at the time. Um, so I was just kind of in survival mode the entire time. And I just kept thinking to myself, you know, once this is over, I'm going to just, you know, take things slow. I'm not going to worry about things as much as I do. And so I kind of took that mentality with me. Um, you know, as soon as I got better, I started working out a lot more, like, you know, work stress was obviously there. I was at Ogilvy at the time as an ACD. And, you know, I just, I feel like a part of me felt it was necessary to kind of take a step back and just, you know, things were going, things were really crazy. And I just, I just knew I couldn't react kind of the way that I used to react to them. Um, and so I couldn't stress it as much. So then when I got laid off <laughs> in June, um, it was, you know, it was, it was crazy to me as well, because I thought, okay, well, I got COVID and now I got laid off. Like, all right, this is the worst year ever. But at the same time, I kind of took a step back and I was like, okay, well, I, sur I survived COVID. So I could probably survive this as well. Um, but the fact of the matter was that I had always been employed my like since I was 15 I had a job from 15 to 19 you know I was selling clothes or jeans at the time at the store in Brooklyn um and this was the first time in my life where I was actually like what am I going to do um and I think that that was really shocking to kind of my psyche but it also gave me a lot of time to kind of just be a little bit more introspective and, you know, really figure out what my next step is going to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unfortunate it took getting COVID and laid off to, you know, realize all this, but it is the silver lining that, you know, especially in this industry and the world shit happens. And, you know, so yeah. about your character and attitude, just being able to like take a step back unwind and, and figure out what the next plan is from there. Yeah, I mean, you know, ironically enough, all my friends who who I grew up with, who basically never had jobs, as like I was, you know, growing in my career, they were like regressing a little bit. And at the time when I got laid off, they all got jobs. So I was like, <laughs> I had nobody to really sympathize with me except for like the industry. And I knew, started to know a little bit more, um, 
met who's being laid off. Everybody got laid off at like different times. So I felt like I did have someone to relate to, but it took a while to get there. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And it's tough, especially, you know, being laid off kind of alone or, you know, with no one to really sympathize. But like you said, you know, the whole industry was going through this and, you know, hopefully now with you being happy at Taxi as a, you know, creative resource manager, of course, did come full circle and, and work out. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Tell I, everyone, no, go for it. No, no. I was going to say that, you know, um, that definitely happened because of the people that I met through advertising. So I really kind of wanted to point that out. Um, I think I knew where I wanted to go in my career going forward, but I, I didn't exactly know how to get there, especially during a global pandemic. Totally. As no one does. Everyone's yeah. figuring it out for the first time. Maybe yeah. tell everyone a little bit about yourself and maybe up until, you know, getting laid off in June, you know, how you got into the industry, where you've worked, some clients you've worked on, kind of what everything yeah. was like as an ACD, and then we'll get to the kind of pivot point. Yeah, sure. So um, I went to college here in New York. I went to Hunter College. I majored in psychology and English. And at the time, I actually had one friend in advertising, um, and he worked at Gray. And I think I was super impressionable at that time because he took me to all these Gray parties, and I was like, this is the best. <laughs> and it was just such a different world, advertising. Like, he was an art director, and I had no clue what an art director did. But kind of as time evolved, and, you know, I got to learn a little bit more about the industry um, through him and his friends, I was like, okay, this seems really fitting for me, just based on the fact that, A, I love to write, B, um, you know, I, I think that I am a little bit more, you know, the, the way that my mind works is a little bit more creative, um, you know, kind of always searching for something to kind of keep me busy. And this, this felt like advertising felt like the perfect um, storm in a way of those things. So I ended up um, trying to get a job without a portfolio at the time. Didn't happen. Um, I took a portfolio class. Still nothing happened. I reached out to everybody that I knew. Um, and I'm going to, this is a shout out to my friend, Jenna Livingston, because at the time I found her on Twitter and I was like, she's a copywriter. Um, I think she was at Ogilvy at the time and just starting in her career. And, you know, I'm at, you know, we, we spoke a lot, but still nothing was really happening. She, she was just a copywriter. She couldn't really have any pull at the time for me. She was like, you need to get a book together. So um, I ended up going to Miami ad school. Um, they had just opened one at the time in Dumbo, New York. Um, so I didn't have to like get another loan and fly to Miami or San Francisco where it was open. So that kind of worked out. I think my class was like the second graduating class at Miami ad school. Um, that was fun. And I ended up getting um, an internship at Razorfish, which is now Sapient Nitro Razorfish. Um, and I quit two days later. And I called my parents and I was like, hey guys, I need to get things like my life together. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. They're like, what do you mean? We just spent like 40 grand <laughs> on ad school. And I was like, yeah, but like, you know, I kind of want to figure things out. And I ended up um, taking another loan out and getting an apartment in the city and trying to like kind of figure out my shit. And at the time, my friend Lizzie had got a job at McCann, New York. 
And she, she was like, Hey, like they need a recommendation. Can you be my recommendation? Um, and I was like, sure. And then I think maybe like six months later, I got a call from McCann, New York myself. And they were like, Hey, we want you to come in. Um, you know, we have this, this opportunity for you. And I was like, okay, um, I'll come in. And I loved it from the moment I like entered the building. Um, and so I ended up, it took some time for me to get on their team. Um, they were restructuring at the time. Rob Riley had just come into uh, McCann, New York, and they were just, there was so much pitch work going on. And so eventually I ended up working at McCann. I was a copywriter. Um, I worked across, you know, my first account ever was like Ashley Furniture um, at the time. So that was fun. And then I worked in Office Depot. And then at some point, I think maybe like a year and a half in, I got put on the Windows 10 uh, brief on their Microsoft client um, and fell in love with the team, ended up going upstairs because Microsoft is on their 27th floor. And um, yeah, I spent like three and a half years working on Microsoft. It was the best. Um, I have a lot of love for McCann, New York, and they were incredibly pivotal in um, helping me out during the pandemic. So I think, you know, I think it's, it's interesting. A lot of people think that they go into working for big, you know, big companies and they feel like one out of 600, but, you know, I was there for five, for almost five years and um, I always felt like part of a big, like a really close knit family. So I'm really lucky in that regard. Um, and then I ended up going to Ogilvy after some time, just because, you know, I wanted a change. I wanted, um, I wanted to follow Leslie Sims Cameron, who was the CCO at the time, um, to wherever she was going. She was kind of my first ECD, I think, at McCann, and I love her because I think she's an exceptional human being. And so I followed her and worked, went to work for, um, Ikea at Ogilvy, um, Citizens Bank, and then Unilever. Um, I did a campaign for Vaseline. And so I got to work with Leslie and I got to work with this woman, um, Vicky Azarian, who were incredible. And then COVID happened. So, you know, things just changed. But the truth of the matter is I always thought about resourcing, um, creative resourcing. I think sometime in my five years at McCann, I went to Sally Mars, who's their head of talent, and said, hey, I think that this might be the path that's more right for me. Um, and I think as you get older, you realize your strengths and your weaknesses. And, you know, you should, or at least in my kind of, in the way that I pursue my career, I think ahead. A little bit and I think what would be best for me five ten years from now and I just felt like this was um creative resourcing was going to be the right path for me yeah I think so, first, that's really important to always think ahead like you mentioned yeah also just from that story it, it really does show how important it is to find the right agency for you yeah you can go yeah, somewhere for sure hate it like, right away but I'm a total vibes person. When I meet you, whether you're an agency or a person, I just kind of know right off the bat if we're going to, you know, work out. And that's kind of, you know, I follow my gut when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I've interviewed at different places and, you know, I've just felt a different way at them. Um, and so, yeah, I just remember the time when I came into McCann, it was this 
huge building, this really beautiful lobby. They had this really beautiful floor and I was just like enamored by everything. There were just all these people. Um, yeah, and I was like 23 at the time. So it was also really huge for me to be working for such a big company. Oh, totally. So, this is amazing. Yeah. So what That's advice- kind of, you know, uh, what advice would you have? No, don't worry. What advice would you have? You know, I've interviewed a lot of people who kind of, you know, say they are using this time to take a step back and just reassess where they want to go, whether that's in the industry or maybe even totally leaving advertising in general. So, what advice, you know, yeah. kind of knew you wanted to go into creative resourcing, but for people who are reassessing where they want to go, what would you say to them? That's a good question. I think, you know, you have to kind of follow your gut. Um, I think the pandemic, especially in the beginning, was really scary for everyone because we were like, well, when is this going to end? What does this mean for our industry as a whole? And the fact of the matter is, I think we're all resilient, you know, whether it's us as humans or us as, um, you know, an industry um, or us as companies or us as brands, like we evolve, right? So like, we never used to work from home. Um, and now we're working from home and we're thriving and we're filming and, and we're shooting. And there's all of these things that we never thought we could do as efficiently as we do them now. Um, and we've, we've adjusted to them. So I feel like when you're, when you're thinking about the future, I think, you know, you have to figure out what you really want and you can't be afraid of pursuing it. Um, when I made the change, um, what I knew I wanted to make the change to creative resourcing, I kind of posted on my LinkedIn that that was going to be um, kind of the path that I was going to pursue. And I didn't have a job at the point yet. And I, and I did it because A, I wanted, you know, eyes on that post and I wanted advice, but I also did it because I kind of wanted to put it out in the universe in this, you know, I'm not super spiritual, but I think that there is something about manifesting what you want. And um, I put it out there and a lot of the response is really positive, but I also had a lot of people who were like, dude, you're so brave for doing that right now during a pandemic. And I was like, oh my God, crap. Am I this brave? Like, I don't know if I'm that brave, you know? Um, so like I come from a family where my parents haven't changed jobs in like 25 years. And so for me to change an agency at one point, my dad was like, why are you, what, like, what are you doing? So for me to change, to totally court, you change my course, was huge and I think you just have to trust that it's going to work out and you can't be afraid to make um to make that next step because you know you you will adjust no matter what happens you'll evolve and you know I think things fall um things fall at your side the way they're supposed to you know things just kind of work out the way that they're supposed to so you trust the process I guess Exactly. I hate saying that. I feel like a yoga teacher. You have to trust the process. <laughs> no, I think you do, especially now if you, you know, unfortunately get laid off during COVID and you're reassessing, you know, now is the time to make yeah. that Worst case is you end up going back to being a, an ACD or whatever it is, but you kind of do have to manifest that and put it out in the world and see how people react as step one or maybe step two. Step one is realizing where you want to go, but then yeah. you know, putting the plan in action is really important too. Yeah, you know, my, my friend Trevor um, said to me, he was like, whenever I would feel down, he would always tell me, he's like, if we can survive this right now, like being unemployed during global pandemic, being alone, like I live alone. So I'm like, just 
have no one really to kind of talk to all the time, except for my dog. Um, and if we can survive this and like, we can be, we can use this time to kind of really look at our lives and what we want. Like we're always, we're going to come out of this better and stronger people. And I think it's, it's so pivotal to do that because I, at least I hope we never have this much free time ever again. Exactly. You know? So yeah, there's kind of the only way to, to look at it the way, at least that's what I think. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned, you know, switching, you know, switching roles in a pandemic is definitely difficult, but actually finding a job too, especially in this, you know, uh, world we're currently in is, is really tough. Do you have any advice for people, you know, not only on switching career paths, but how to get a job in this market? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think connections are everything. Um, you have to use your network. I was in super uncomfortable using my network for a long time. Um, I did not start the search for a while um, just because I thought, well, why would I contact my old boss now when I know they have kids and you know they have school, homeschooling with their kids and just all these things that are going on. So I felt like I didn't want to be a burden, but you know, after I kind of got over that and I let a little bit of the dust settle on the pandemic, I reached out to so many people. And I really have to say that I'm so thankful to know all these people because every, almost every, I really think everybody came back with like the most positive um, feedback. You know, somebody knew someone, somebody knew someone, someone, you know, with Taxi, my old resource manager at McCann used to work at Taxi. They knew that they were looking and like, you know, I also sent an email to the recruitment director. It was just all these kind of pieces had to come together but they wouldn't have come together if I just sat idle. So I think you really have to make a point of reaching out to everyone you know. And I'm notoriously bad at meeting up with people for like coffee, um, just because I just, I, I don't wanna ask for anything, you know? And I feel like there's a little bit of that that you have to ask. Um, I've also never, I've been so lucky in terms of my um, job that I really never had to look for a job. So I really had to step outside my comfort, comfort zone in so many different ways through this, out, through this whole process and just really just kind of, you know, bother people. <laughs> yeah, I think you can't have shame. You have no shame. No, you can't, you can't, you can't. You just have to do it in a nice way. You can't be a dick about it either. You know, like I know some people are like, are you gonna look at my book or not? Like, that's not the way to approach it either. You just have to be, you know, I think, there's just a lot of humanity that was um, kind of showcased throughout this entire experience to me and to the world. And I think that people really, you know, are sympathetic and empathetic right now to everybody's situation. And I think people really do want people want to help if they can. Yeah, know? I think everyone's human and you got to reach out and be respectful and, you know, know people are busy and you know, now yeah. it's kind of up in the air and everything is, is a little crazy, but trust that, you know, people want to help and if people are free and have the time, you know, they'll definitely give back. So it's been nice seeing the community, you know, advertising community kind of help each other oh, out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've, I've been like, I'm, I don't want to say I'm surprised because I, I just, so many of my close friends are part of this community and they're all really great people. Um, but it is really nice to see everyone kind of come together. So was taxi receptive to you wanting to switch roles? You know, were they curious? Yeah, they were great about it. They were like, well, you, you know, you kind of know what the creatives are feeling. And I was like, yes, I do. 
I, I do. Um, we have a lot of emotions. So they were super receptive to that and really open. And um, yeah, it's been fantastic so far. I think it's been almost a month or I think it is a month today. Um, yeah, I think so. Or no, no, in a week, it'll be a month. It's just so much happens every day. It all blends. Um, all yeah, it's, I'm like, what day is it? But yeah, it's been really great. And, you know, I keep telling my friends that I just, I really feel like this was the right decision. So that's awesome. And I guess for, for people who are trying to do the same, just making sure they have that, you know, point of view when, you know, whatever the, the agency does ask them, oh, great, you know, why are you looking to pivot? Kind of have an answer to that. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really important to just kind of know where you stand. And if you want something, um, don't let it, you know, don't let the environment deter you. I think just so many things are happening right now. I really do think that we're going to come out of this a lot more efficient. And um, there's, I know there's a lot of jaws popping, like popping up now. Um, and I also think there's, you know, if you are wanting to pivot like I did from ACD, from a creative role into, you know, resourcing or recruiting, you know, somebody went, somebody told me they're like, well, there are like 300 creative roles in an agency, but like four resource roles in an agency. And I remember them telling me this and I was like, holy shit, like, what did I just do? You know, um, don't let that scare you. Like if it didn't scare me, it really shouldn't scare anybody else. Like you're good. If I'm good, you're good. So um, yeah, just kind of know what you want and just go for it. You know, I really think that there's nothing to lose right now at all. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And now being on the, you know, you know, creative resource managing side in an agency, seeing what, you know, the agency does look for. Do you have any tips for people looking to, you know, get hired? Yeah, I think, um, you know, number one, and I, and I just had this conversation a couple of minutes ago with my friend who's also looking for a job. I was like, we're not standing you up. Like we just have so many emails to go through. So do keep bothering us. You know, I think that there is something about us forgetting things, especially right now with the holidays and all this stuff. I think January will probably be a better time to kind of email people and get a response. Um, but I am very keen on responding to, to any kind of creative um, email just because I know what it feels like. So I'm like, I, you deserve a response. Like I've had silence. So I, but I know it's not hundred percent feasible and you do have to draw some boundaries. So I'm still working on that. So don't take, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But I do think that, you know, just really put yourself out there, LinkedIn, working, not working, Facebook. Like I've gotten so much great feedback from people on Facebook. Just really text everybody, you know, and don't feel shame, um, you know, and then just, you know, hopefully people respond. I really think they will. I think eventually everybody goes through their email box. Exactly. At some point, maybe. Yeah. 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 That's really it for me. I think that's all super helpful for people. Awesome. Great. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I think hopefully this, you know, encourages people who want to pivot to pivot or at least gives people some insight as to how to, you know, bounce back and get some jobs. So I think you know, really helpful and appreciate you giving some of those tips. Thank you so much. Well, I, I hope it's helpful too, because, you know, I, I'm a positive person, but I'm not that positive. So like, if I can do it with my, like, you know, sometimes I, I'm, I'm fearful at times. So I feel like if I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. Just gotta, you know. just gotta do it. Like, it's so like my, my friend Lizzie, she's like, it's 2020. There are no rules. Like exactly. that's, and that's kind of carried me through the last 
kind of, you know, six or seven months, just like there are no rules, just do it. I love that. Well, thanks so much. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on Twitter, but you know, I don't know if anybody goes on Twitter. Um, yeah, just send me an email. Uh, you can, you know, my, my personal email, email is L-I-N-A-R-U-D-K-O-V-S-K-Y at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, thanks so much and glad everything, you know, is working out for you and hope some more people will, you know, make the same move if their heart desires. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Just, you know, follow your gut. Awesome. And that's a wrap for the 76th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who wants to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. They can now check out all these episodes at uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify under Bouncing Back and Advertising. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Matt.